listening to Am I the Bullcast, the only Magic the Gathering podcast on the internet or in real life. And I'm your host, Mike Carroza. You might also know me as Mark Carbonza. Why am I laughing? My co-hosts are making faces at my intro. What, was it bad or something? Are we really going with the only podcast on magic on the internet or in real life? Is that our thing? At least one of them is true. <laughs> I guess so. What do you think? Okay, let's hear. Let's try it again. Ken, don't cut this out. We're doing a whole thing now. You're going to hear the theme song twice this intro. Lucky you. With everyone's voice on top of it, no less. <laughs> You're listening to Am I the Bullcast, one of many Magic the Gathering podcasts. Okay, Ooh, now you're doing like a tutelary community college thing. You can't do that. We don't want to be many. We're not one of many. <laughs> okay. We're one of we're one of only. Okay. All right, I'll many do it. Magic I, the Gathering podcasts boo. ask the question. <laughs> no, that's not what I was doing. And also, I didn't do something that's like, oh, I didn't see you there. You know what I mean? He he does that in his videos a lot. And I think it's R- funny. Run it back. Do another intro. Here we go. <laughs> You're listening to Am I the Bullcast? <laughs> no, nope, don't like a- it. We, we, wait, wrong button, wrong button. Okay, we're doing it again. We're trying it again. Here we go. You guys are gonna hear the theme song a lot today. <laughs> You're listening to Am I the Bullcast? I'm Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. We're bringing back the bit. Jason hates this bit. Okay, I promise one last time. We won't do this again. I swear to God, we're not going to do it again. It's over after this one. I promise, okay? Did it just stop? It stopped? cut it short? (laughs) I didn't do that. Okay, well, this is going to be the real last time, I guess. Whoops. Here we go. Intro time. You're listening to Am I the Bullcast, the podcast where people call in, talk about their magic pet peeves, and tell us stories about whether or not they were the villain at the table, and we decide, yeah, probably, buddy. I'm your host, Mike Carroza. You probably know me as Mark Carbanza, uh, the guy who writes the Am I the Bolus column over at CommandersHerald.com. Question number one, do I regret doing the whole Mark Carbanza thing? A little bit. Question two, am I going to stop? Nope. I'm joined, as always, in the same studio, in the exact same room, in a different country, different city, by my co-hosts. You know them as the author behind the How They Do It column over at at CommandersHerald.com, an excellent series of articles that I highly recommend. You might know them as Games Freak SA, the letters, not the word SA. Michael Salani. Hello, co-host. I'm very quickly realizing that if I have to keep saying the letters and not the word, I have to change my branding. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, I think you might. But I get to say what I think the SA stands for each time, and that's a funny bit. What does it stand for? What is it really? I don't know. Whatever I want it to at the time. Secret agent. Oh, okay. That sounds like it's plausible. Sexy adulterer. I don't know. Not that. Not the adulterer. Nuh-uh, you are in a loving relationship and you will keep it that way. 
Speaking of which, you, <laughs> speaking of which, that's God, I hope that a, doesn't age well by the time this comes out. <laughs> Whoopsie. Anyway, our other co-host joining us today, also in the same exact room in this in this studio in the same country and uh, and city, is a producer and genius Morgan Sanchez. Hello, Morgan. Hey, Mark. You you sound like you you had a pretty intense weekend there at uh, Magicon Chicago. Well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I did get to see the bean. I got to pay tribute at the Rat Hall. I went by Wrigley Field. That's the one in is that in in Chicago or is that the Boston one? Which one is that? No, that's the one in Boston. Wrigley Field? Yeah. He Which he went to that? the Wrigley Field that was that's in Chicago. That's what he said. He actually went to US Cellular Field. That's not right. Hold on a second. Is it No, Wrigley which one's the one in Chicago? Fenway? U.S. US Cellular no. Field. No, no. It's where the Red Sox play. Wrigley Field is Chicago. You make me feel like an idiot. I was just there. I swear to God. You, got, you guys are such jerks. I can't believe. I was. What did I, I, I do? I was myself. helping you. I was helping you. You were you snickering. You were snickering. The Wrigley Field in Chicago is the... One that's in Chicago. That's the one that you went to. You know what? I didn't even go there. I lied. I did actually go to the Bean, and I did pay tribute to the Rat Hole. Shout out to Winslow Dumain, my friend who let me stay with him, who is the Rat Hole guy now, apparently, which is very funny. He's a talented artist. You guys should check out his stuff. He's actually also working on a card game. But for God's sake, he's the Rat Hole guy now? That's so funny. Mike, you were just in Chicago. You have to tell me. Uh-huh. You have to tell the whole world. Yes. What did you think of Malort? Oh, I didn't. I don't like drinking. I don't drink. So wait, you didn't. You went to Chicago and you didn't have someone hoist Malort upon you. Well, then you tell them that you're sober, and they go, "You know what? My brother's also sober. I understand it. You know." Uh, but I'm not really sober. I just don't like drinking when I'm not home. Look, I'll I'll indulge in some very legal drugs. And also alcohol at home when I know I'm not going anywhere. Not a fan of uh, doing the stuff when I'm not home and safe and ready for bed. I know you literally mean alcohol at home, but the way you phrase it make me think, made me think it's like, oh, yeah, we've got alcohol at home. And you go home and it's a Capri Sun and 7-Up mixed together with grenadine in it. Yeah, that's alcohol. What are you talking about? I don't know what's different. <laughs> I'm alerted my entire way through the weekend. I actually like Malort. Malort sounds awful. Malort is... Oh, it's uh, terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> well... It's made from wormwood. And which is my under- a tree? It's, yeah, it's incredibly bitter. Oh, well, then I'm glad I didn't take a sip of that garbage. Why would anybody want this? Because you're supposed to follow it up with a Red Bull. It's called the Chicago Handshake. That's that can't be real. Nobody brought that this up is 100% to me. real. I, I know I gaslit you a little bit earlier in the episode, but I swear to God, that is real. A Chicago handshake. Yeah, I don't I yeah. don't want to. You know what? I'm glad I kept my hands in my pockets. If you know what I'm saying. Put your if hands you know in the I, rat hole. I got my. Yeah, I did put my hand in don't, a rat hole. Don't phrase it like that. <laughs> That's what happened. That's I, I was right there. Phrased. I pay tribute. I put my hand in the rat hole and I said, wow. This rat is so big, my hand feels so small in its little rat hole. And, uh, you know, I thought, look at that. That's it's insane. How big are the rats here? And then it got me thinking, like, maybe it's not really a rat. You know what I mean? Maybe it could be something else. And uh, no, I was assured it's a rat. 
So. Oh man, look at that. Look at the time. Look at the switchboard. It's lighting it up like crazy. Oh, oh, oh now man. that Mike's having fun talking about his trip to Chicago, it's time to get to the switchboard sooner than usual. Okay, let's do it then. I don't mind. <laughs> Who's the guy this time, Morgan? I'm pretty sure it's Cal, Mike. Oh, Cal? Oh, Cal's yeah, on it's the Cal. Oh, I don't know. Let's find out if it's Cal. We'll see. <laughs> We're matching the energy of the interview pretty well. It's rat, rat hole got too deep, too fast. <laughs> you never want to go too deep in a rat hole. Yeah. So what? Are yeah. we just going back to the riff? Because that was all stuff you guys could have said in that whole segment. That's so funny. You don't want to go just too deep in, in a rat just hole. Edit it in. Ken, yeah. edit it in. Ken is magical. Ken is the only person that I trust to go deep into the rat hole. Uh-oh, that was a fake-out before. Morgan didn't hear the ringing of the thing. Now she hears it, right, Morgan? Yep. How many goddamn times are we going to play this intro? I don't know. I'm not the, I'm not the boss. This is the most chaotic episode so far. Caller, you're on the line. Who do we got calling in? Just kidding. It's another fake-out. Oh, boy, we got a caller on the line. Who is it? Who's calling? Hey, uh, hey, hey there, Mark, is it? Mike? <laughs> uh, hi, my, my, name's, my name's Callahan Jones. Hey, it's great to be on the show today. Callahan Jones? Is it the, the Callahan Jones? The Cal Jones of Playing With Power MTG? Well, used to be the Cal Jones of Playing With Power MTG. These days, I'm retired. Oh. I'm retired, Reti- man. Oh. Retired, man. Yeah, like they like they wheeled me into the home. Oh boy, the <laughs> oh boy. Well, I, let's see what kind of crazy shit you got to talk about today. Then, if you get in the home, you playing a lot of magic with a bunch of pals. Then, yeah, actually, it's just a whole bunch of people, and they put us around the table, and they're like, "Here's your Lord Windgrace deck, sir." And I say, "I haven't played this deck in thirty years." And then we all fall asleep, <laughs> and it's twenty twenty three. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Sick day. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Is it lunchtime? <laughs> Is it lunchtime? It's always lunchtime. Exactly. It's you always wake lunchtime. up for lunchtime. <laughs> Cal Jones, buddy. Nice to see you. We were talking about this before you called in. Wow. What a curtain peek behind the curtain moment that is. We were talking before we were talking, and it's fun to see that we haven't we haven't actually done this yet. We've been Twitter pals online, but we have not done this part yet. And it was just like, oh, it feels like we have. Yeah, it feels like it's like it's the weirdest thing about online interaction. I'm like, yeah, all oh, of yeah. my friends. And then you run into them for in, in person or online somehow in a, right. some other capacity for the first time. And you're like, who is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm at Bleeple Blorp. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> One of my favorite interactions like this was uh, this summer. I met Nick Wolf for the first time. Nick Wolf yeah. is a. A writer for Commander's Herald, he does a series where he profiles artists and stuff. He's he's really great, and he's also got this really like soft, deep, monotone voice. So we've played online together, and I've never seen his face. It was we played cards, so it's on spell table, and then you know I'm at, I'm at the Commander Sealed again this summer. The Commander Sealed, and somebody shows up next to our table while we're playing Angelo's Cube, 
And he's looking over. He's like, ah, this looks pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, man. Uh, what? Hey, how are you doing? What's your name? He's like, oh, it's uh, I'm Nick Wolf. Dude's the tallest, most handsome man ever walked this planet. <laughs> and he shows up like, hey, I uh, I have this voice that um, that feels like I wouldn't be so tall and so uh, beautiful. I'm just going to look at this cube draft. If I was as tall and beautiful as Nick Wolf, I would be as loud as I am right now and no one would have a problem with it. <laughs> Shout out to Nick Wolf. I don't know when the next article is dropping, but you should always check out his articles. The interviews he gets is fantastic. Yeah, I I just I, I I love it. I love I love that kind of stuff. I wish there was more like coverage of the magic art world cuz just like magic artists Agreed. and magic the gathering the game in general is just like quietly pumping out mm. the best fantasy art that there is oh, excuse me look at what i have on my desk right here storm the seed core oh, buddy beautiful. jason rainville absolutely knocked this thing out crushed and it, it's just on a draft uncommon that nobody played yeah exactly uh, uh, just a gorgeous piece of art yep gorgeous it seems like he's kind of gotten paid for it so, I mean, he's, he's, he's sold a lot of prints, he's sold a lot of playmats, he's got that going for him. I mean, I'll tell you what. Deserves it. That should be up on here, behind me on my wall. I would agree with you. This is gorgeous. I can't believe, this is the version of it I have, is like the insert from a set booster box or something. Yeah. But anyway, gorgeous. Gorgeous work. Callahan Jones, buddy. First of all, you retired from playing with power, but it, it seems like you have a, a project coming up that you... You want people to know about? Yeah, you know, I, re I retired from playing with power, and then I took some time, I reflected, I sat on my porch in the house that I own, Ooh. Um, hung out with my wife, you know, here. <laughs> <laughs> you must be 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the retirement home, I already told you that. You know, my young 26 years of age, I sat on the porch of the home that I own. <laughs> you said you're in the retirement home when I called you 50? I know. My oh, God. My God. I'm oh, my God. Oh, my God. Some of our listenership has turned this off already. Look, when this you're is... when you're when you're when you're 26, everything gets a little more condensed altogether. All right, all right. When you're 26, nothing about ages is real. I was like, uh -huh. oh, I'm 26. My 20s are practically over. And somebody was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut your damn mouth, <laughs> Cal. You shut up right now. All right, Callahan's off the lines right now. He's laughing from the pain of that gunshot wound. So yeah, I, I, I did through the phone. I took some time to reflect. I said, I've been too busy for the last three years doing this playing with power stuff. I'm going to read a book. Mm -hmm. And I read a book. And when I was reading a book, I said, oh, I can't actually just like sit on my hands. So yeah. I'm starting a new podcast. Beautiful. By the time that this episode's out, obviously it'll be out. Classic. Nice. Using the power of forward looking. Um, it's called the Herald's Horn. Uh -huh. um, it'll be a Magic Gathering news and interview Beautiful. focused podcast. Yeah. Except we're going to have a lot of fun with it, too. Getting together a nice group of co-hosts. We're just going to have a lot of fun talking about magic. And I'm going to have a lot of fun seriously interviewing people. So Ooh. that's the hope. Ooh. Yeah. You're going to do that thing where you ask a question and then you tent your fingertips together and lean back like, like a little Mr. Burns. I'm going to be like, what did you mean by that? Excellent question. Uh, I meant uh, I uh, was asking you a question about your interview style and whether or not you would be partaking in the tenting. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? Excellent question. I was thinking, <laughs> we just keep doing it. What a nightmare. This is, this might as well be, you know what? I think this is out in April. So it's our April Fool's episode, guys. Uh, 
Can we fast forward to July when this actually comes out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna tint my yeah. fingers and I'm gonna be like, so how do you feel about how many sets there are in Magic the Gathering? And then I sit back and wait 20 minutes and then I'm like, Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. great. Uh thanks for coming on. You wait 20 minutes just for a long, exasperated sigh. The sets they keep coming, but I'll I'll say, look, we got our first look. This is dating the podcast yeah. a lot. We got our first look at the uh, murder uh, uh, Karlov Ma- yeah. Manor, and yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, I'm all about it. I can't wait for that. Okay, it's, it looks sick as hell. That's 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 the set I was most looking forward to when they 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 showed us like what's coming. Yeah, up. what's coming up? It's the one that's that I was up. so stoked on. You know what really gets my goat? Ooh. when people sit around and complain about how much Magic: The Gathering is coming out these days. Unfortunately, is this your pet peeve? Uh, no, it's not. It's not my official okay. pet peeve. <laughs> it's just a pet peeve. It's a pet peeve. Uh-huh. I get why people don't. I get it. I get it. But unfortunately, yeah. I am a young man full of joy for my hobby that I love. So everything that comes mm. out, I'm like, ooh, oh yeah, give me more of that. Uh, ah. mm. And then I don't remember any of it. Absolutely, it's so hard to remember this stuff. There's so much of it. You're like, oh boy, I'm, I wish I could. And you're like, no, a lot of it's not going to matter. I used to. I used to have like all the cards memorized. <laughs> hey, name a card. I'll tell you that it was uh, what it it's it, uh, whether or not it's a card. Uh, lightning serpent not a card wrong it's a oh. cold snap rare it costs x and a red comes into the play with x plus one plus o counters on it Ooh. trample haste and enter turn sacrifice lightning serpent you just lost the game okay well can we, uh, can we cue that can we kill the gunshot sound please Unfortunately, Mike is no longer on the light, uh, line with us anymore, so uh, this is my show now. Cal, uh, first time listener, long time <laughs> caller. <laughs> That's how that goes. <laughs> We're a mess. This we is are. a mess of an episode. <laughs> this is insane. We're having a blast. Cal, we got to get into it. Yeah, no, we got to calling talk. in. We are episodes into this podcast where people have come to know me as a very serious person <laughs> and someone they can trust with their gaming experience. Tell me what brings you to our our lo- long line of callers, which, by the way, we'll get to all of you. We promise. Stay, if you're online, stay online. I know that I, I, I waited on hold for about five hours, but I haven't been listening. So, you know, classic whole call in. OK, I say that on the radio. You know what? You can't say it. That's too bad. Uh, we can't say language like that. My bad. It's Because what happens is you'll get booed. Uh, you get booed for it. That's all that happened. Now we have the audience. They're mad. I've been I've been waiting on on the line. I haven't been listening, so hopefully my request is a truly unique one. Hit me. You know my pet peeve when I'm sitting down around. I'm playing EDH. I just really don't like distracted gamers. I just really don't like distracted gamers, Mike. Ooh. You know, have a uh, staring at your phone for a whole turn cycle, having a whole conversation to someone on the side. Mm. You know, us between us, you and me playing a game. It's not our turn. We're chopping it up about the Golden Bachelor, about how you hate it oh, and yeah. I love it, you know. Right. Um, you know, that's that's some good fun. We're we're, you know, right. we're, we're having a good table. time. We're still paying a little attention, you know, but you know, somebody does exactly their thing, immediately picks up their phone, doesn't realize it's their turn again or something relevant's happening to them. Having a whole conversation off to the side, making a lot of crosstalk. You know, that's that's where I'm coming from. They put down their phone and they're like, When did that hallbreaker horror? Uh, hit the table. I have a counter spell. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Have you read the card, dude? Yeah, you can't exactly. do that. You can't even counter it. Don't you even know what the card does? Yeah, exactly. Just like, oh, uh, you're attacking me. Um, 
I block. Oh, it's a 12-12. Uh, can I take that back? <laughs> yeah. First of all, shocked that this hasn't come up more often. Okay. Absolutely shocked. Okay. You know, the, the column's been around for a couple years now. I think I may have gotten one person being like, distracted players suck, but it was about a child. Okay. Yeah. You're the bolus. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but it was like... I, Somebody like some dude brought his kid to the LGS and the kid clearly didn't want to be there and was like forced to play yeah, the game. That's a little tough. And the kid was like running around the table, not on his turn. is like being like, so can I see your cards and stuff like that? And you're like, oh, yeah, dude, like we're playing. We're, oh, um, no, you know, I get that kind of sucks. And sure that whatever. But like, you know, what really sucks is exactly what you're talking about. I'm with you. I say this as a person who gets distracted a lot, too. I get it. I'm not look when I'm playing a game. I love the game. If we're a bunk buddies, it's easy to get distracted because we're like, who wants to get a pizza? You know, but we're keeping it in house. If I'm having my pals over, we're playing a game. We're going to get distracted. That's just how it goes. Yeah, it's different. But if someone is having a turn, yeah, you're having a you're having a time. You're sitting down at your LGS or like you're pulling out your deck, you know, in between rounds at a, a sealed thing or something. And somebody's just like playing their turn. And another, the other person to the right is just like on their phone. That sucks. If you accept a phone call during our EDH game, unless it's your mom. I mean, even if it's your mom, you know what? Uh, call her back. Or like, <laughs> at hey, mom, I'm real busy right now. I'm real oh, busy. This is so important. Mom. Yeah, mom. Shut, shut up for a second. Mom, mom, listen, I'm about to kick these guys asses. No, they don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Triumph of the hordes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I'll call I, you I, back. I gotta go. I, I gotta see if this results. Mom. Mom, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. Okay. I'll call, bye, bye, bye. I'll call you back. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Bye. See ya. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And then that guy goes, hey, so I'm going to swing out with everything. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, uh, we lost. Uh, I hate it when people play it. And then they go online and they're like, oh, I hate it when people are distracted in the game and also play Infect in Commander. It should be 25. And... <laughs> <laughs> But and I, yeah. I think I think like part of like why I have some like reservations about this being a thing that irritates me is because like at some level I get it. I've been that guy, you know, I have ADHD out my butt, you know, I can't focus Crazy on any, place for ADHD. I know, I know, right? It's just <laughs> spewing out. There's so much of inside of it, it has to come out somewhere. Seems healthy. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know, I can't I can't string two sentences together half the time. You know, I love looking at my silly little phone. I'm in the middle of no Dude. phone Thursday right now because I look at my phone oh. so much. Sometimes I just force myself to not look at my phone all day long. No way. Yeah, I know. Right. Crazy. And um, yeah, but it's just like, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But also mm -hmm. I'm better than you. Don't do it. No, that's rude. No, you just screwed your whole case. That's not how you do this. No, I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke for everyone online. Yeah. Everyone listening. The Comedy Magic Podcast had a little comedy in it. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> What's happening? Cal, little, Cal's little, doing a mime. It's a little ointment. He's doing a little mime. You can take a little ointment and you can just put it on. Just rub it right on your. There we go. Where your ADHD yeah. comes out, you know? There we go. Put yeah. it around there. <laughs> They can't see this. There's no I video. Know. <laughs> Can we cut that part? Get that out of here. This episode is what I hope most episodes become. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> and I mean specifically about the miming. Um, <laughs> Wait, okay. I need more of that. But for real though, I, I all that all that being me being rude, right? Yeah, removed. Like I get it. Yes. I've taken an important phone call in my time. Sure, it's just one of those things. You know, I get it. I'm a wife guy. Hell yeah, dude. I'm on I'm on that grind. But when someone answers the phone and they're like, "Hello." No, I don't need a I don't need a car warranty. Oh yeah. Why are you picking up an unknown phone number call in the middle in the middle of our EDH game? Come on. Or or like, you know, I've got time for a survey. What kind of yogurt do I eat? Excellent question. I will be voting for Donald J. Trump, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's who's just, at your table. Like, yeah. Yes, I will be voting in the upcoming presidential election. And also I do have three copies of Ristic Study on board somehow. <laughs> I have Absolutely. Three studies. I play in that weird wall commander. Yes. Why do you ask? <laughs> I will. Now, be- question for you. Actually, yes. this might clear it up. Yeah. You, I see you commenting about uh, CDH mostly. Yeah. Right. That's your, that's your speed. That's what, do you see, feel like because there's so much interaction in CDH because like, I don't, yeah. Distracted gamers are not much of a thing in CDH. At least like it kind of mm. depends. Like there's, it's kind of like all in, there can be some distracted gamers when we're like, at the level that you were talking about, where we're like at the house, right? Got some beers, but that's that's just you know we're having fun. Same thing as like what you right. said, we're just having fun. Exactly. We happen to be playing CDH decks or whatever, and we're paying five sure. percent more attention or whatever than you might to a normal EDH game or whatever, right? I think that's part of the appeal to me. I I just cut you off, and I'm assuming this is the question you were asking. No, no, no. This is the, that's the question. That's the point. <laughs> and yeah, I think you kind of almost have to pay attention to a game of CDH with a lot of the decks that's you're what playing because somebody will be like, "Oh, I'm popping off." And and people are like, Kyle, is that good? And you're like, oh yeah, that's fine. And you're just like talk. I'm talking to Shivam over here at a Magic Con, yeah. and it's just and someone's just like, okay, Underworld Breach. Uh, I'm gonna cast Brain Freeze. I'm like, wait a second, I had a no. They're like, you said you was fine. Uh-huh. And so yeah, you can't, exactly. you can't do that to yourself, or else you'll just like lose. Exactly. In CDH, you kind of have to be on the ball, and I guess that's why it gets annoying if there is that kind of player at that pod, because then you're like. The whole mythos of like what I understand of CDH is to play at the best of your ability. And if somebody is distracted, automatically points go down. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not playing to the best of your ability or whatever. Yeah. Because you're, right. you're you're putting forty percent of your effort towards telling your mom that you don't need any tendies tonight, you know? Yeah, mom, put the tendies away. <laughs> Why are we talking about our moms like we're going home and having dinner? Because I'm twenty six. Because Th- that's where we live. Yeah, you are twenty six. <laughs> I forgot. You're twenty six. You're twenty six. I'm barely old. No, I'm older than you. I'm 32. Isn't that crazy? When this comes out, it might be my birthday. May 9th, baby. Happy birthday, Mikey. Happy birthday, uh, Mikey. 33. <laughs> 33. The year that Jesus was... Uh, do you guys remember him? Who? Who? I'm Italian. Of course I grew up Catholic. Why are we... Why is this part of what we're doing right I'm now? I'm in the Midwest. You're in- of course exactly. I was raised Christian and, and still am, but... You know, mm-hmm. you know how it is. But the Midwest, it's more Protestant, isn't it? It's not. It's yeah, not no, like the I'm annoying kind of. I'm not one of those uh, fake Christians, as they called them growing up. You know. Oh, you know hold how it is. the phone, buddy. <laughs> hold up. Am I the bolus? I might be a lapsed Catholic. Am, am might I not the giving... <laughs> Am I the bolus for freaking being raised crazy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out Protestants, y'all got snapped. <laughs> <laughs> all right cut that whole part too we're <laughs> no here's here's a, here's the thing about this interview i kind of want to like stop it soon so that ken has no choice but to leave it all in <laughs> every single thing we've said since we started recording is just the podcast <laughs> uh, it's the whole thing even the mime <laughs> even the mime 
For, you know what? For your pet peeve being distracted uh, players, we're being pretty yeah, distracted, distracted. conversationalists. <laughs> Look. Now, back on track. I do think that distracted... I don't think you're going to get a lot of pushback from anybody. You're sitting down to play a game. Distracted players kind of suck. When you're playing a game, you want to play the game. You're taking yeah. all this time out of your day. Play the game. Yeah. <laughs> Am I, I'm just going to keep saying it. I know. It's just like play the game. We're sitting down a game. We should mm -hmm. play the game. If you don't want to play the game, you don't have to say yes to play the game. Look at that. You don't want to play. You're like, somebody else probably does. Somebody here you want to chat with, go chat with them. But maybe maybe the real people I really have a bone to pick with. You know, the phone thing, you know, the call, mm -hmm. I can kind of, I get it a Fine, little bit. Yeah. Probably, I, I would yeah. prefer if you I'll didn't do it. I'll check my phone. Yeah. I'll, I'll check my phone. Uh, hey, somebody's taking a long spell slinger turn that I can't do anything yeah, about. You know, just, hey, maybe I'll check Twitter for half a how's, sec. How's Facebook Marketplace looking right now? Yeah, what kind of GameCubes are being yeah, up there, exactly. right? <laughs> oh, six <laughs> new listings. Ah, oh, it's all junk. Um, uh -huh. I, I, maybe, maybe the real villain of the story is somebody goes, hey, I see there's an EDH pod going on over here. And I really need to talk to that person so bad about something that doesn't matter right now. Oh, God. I'm going to waltz over then and I'm going to tap them on the shoulder. And I'm going to be like, hey, how's it going? How, how have you been recently? Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. So here's the instances I can get behind this. Okay. I agree with you, but I'm also about to disagree. Sure. Let me hit you with this. My buddy and I go do a sealed event hey, a uh, new sets out let's go do a sealed thing we do a pre-release we bring commander decks with us it's a weird format some of us go long some of us go short his pods going long mine went short you know uh it is what it is i start playing an edh game he finishes up he comes over while we're playing edh to pass the time to wait for the next round and he goes how do you do i didn't do so hot i lost immediately because i conceded and he's like, okay, great. Well, I did pretty well. Games went long. And we're having a chat about the event that we're literally there for. But I'm in the middle of an EDH game. Part of me is like, look, this game, we know that at any minute we might have to yeah, scoop Yeah, the game's this up. just going to be done. Right. To me, that scenario, I'm not mad at that guy. Yeah, it's you, not the worst. I'm also not mad at that guy if you're at a convention. You go to uh, Chicago in February, right? You, you pull up, you got your pals out there, everybody's in different events, you find an EDH pod, you're like, oh, I'm going to sit down with these guys, we're going to play, and finally my buddy's finished with his silly draft that he got tickets for that for I some reason. had no, you know, that he's, <laughs> look, if you're, if you're into that, that's awesome. I would love to do the unknown event, but there's no, I could, I'd, I'm so bad at cutting cards under pressure, I'd lose my mind. Anyway, you do that event, you come back to the table, you come over and you're like, Man, that was crazy. And I'm like, what's the craziest thing that happened? Hopefully it's entertaining for the rest of the table because they're also part of that thing. Yeah, it's like a shared, the shared story action. It's a good time. As long as they keep it short. Yeah. You know, don't keep it like crazy. Get into being like, we're going to finish this game up and we're going to make plans later. Great. Yeah. But I can't get mad at those instances where people are coming in to check in. Oh, for sure. It's literally what you described, which is like, I'm at the LGS. I've got a pod going. I'm in this pod. My buddy shows up. 20 minutes into the game, nobody else at the LGS that he wants to play with. He's kind of just standing there. He's like, so how's things? You still, um, you still uh, hate your job? I'm like, yeah, dude. Um, hold on. I'm doing the math on this sacrifice deck. That Give me a sec. Yeah, like, like a couple, yeah, I, couple sentences, a couple like relevant things or whatever. But it's just, it's just the people who are like, 
yeah, um, how's the wife? <laughs> yeah. You know what I like to do? Okay, now we're getting into this. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like going up to EDH pods and talking to the person whose turn it isn't. Yeah. And being like, fill me in on the game that's happening right now. I like getting their perspective yeah, on can, what's just that happened. Be, that could be sick. That's fun. Yeah. That, but then again, they are talking to me They're talking about to you, the game. But I think in like those kind of scenarios, like the other people in the game can get involved. You're talking about the yeah. game. You're not talking about yeah. some other thing. Yeah. It's just so hard to be facelessly angry. There's so many things that are like reasonable. Now that I'm thinking about it, distracted gamers, distracted players, I don't like them if they're dicks about it. I think that's what the problem is. I think I could forgive a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I could forgive a lot of this stuff. It's like an attitude thing. If you're if you're on your phone immediately when you finish your your your, your turn and you like lean back and you're on your phone, and you're just like looking at Reddit and not paying attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You lean over, you call your buddy, you're like, "Yeah, Fred, you want to go get a slice after this?" He's like, "Yeah, buddy, we're in Yo, New York. You you stepped outside yet? You wanna you know you wanna you wanna step outside yeah, yeah. in a minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go get a cigarette going. Let's let's share a cigarette together. Let's do that thing that where people share cigarettes." Don't do it, kids. I was I was right. I was 18 on the PPTQ grind once. <laughs> <laughs> I just started smoking weed. Anyway, uh <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a whirlwind. I mean, look, we we've come up on about a half hour, Cal, yeah. and I think I think it could be fun. It, do you have a story where you might be the the villain? I don't I don't know if I have any specific stories. Got but it. and I, I, I think I can tell you about a period of my life where I know I was the villain. Does that work? Sure, where you like had some villainous habits? Yeah. I was definitely all right. I was seventeen. I had just met my wife. We just got this house and I was And I burned it down. No. <laughs> so, you know, I was in high school, I played a lot of Magic. I was kind of like a lot more into like standard, modern, Fair. limited. When did you come into Magic? What was the set? Uh, RTR, Return to Ravnica. Yeah. So it's been over a decade now, I guess. That's crazy. Pretty fun. You know, in high school, on that mm -hmm. grind, was friends with a bunch of like 20-somethings who would like, you know, drive me to the PPTQs because I didn't have the money to take driver's head, so I didn't have a driver's license yet. You know how it is. Yeah. And... um. Hey, bum and rides, man. Cedric Phillips picked up a couple of rides oh, back know. in his day. Quite yeah. a few. Quite Ohio's a few rides. own. Yeah. Ohio's <laughs> own superstar. And then I kind of went off to college and I didn't really have an outlet at like an, an outlet for magic at college. And so like eventually I ended up getting into commander. And it's like kind of the classic problem that they like talk about, but nobody like really likes to think that exists where like, I just didn't actually get how commander was supposed to work. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, here's my Momir Vig deck. Yeah, dude. Which is made to assemble like some combo as quickly as possible because all of my creatures are actually demonic tutors. Yeah. And then like, Oh, here's my, Rashmi deck, which is just a draw-go control thing, uh -huh. which is eventually how I got into CDH, was I realized that I was being the villain all the time. And that was, <laughs> I had, my, that was like my real beginning of EDH arc. I was just like beating the piss out of everybody all the time. I hear you. In, in games of EDH, because I, I just, I just didn't have it down yet. 
when I graduated from college, all the guys down at Superfly uh, Comics and Games on my on my last day, I showed up. The last day I was like going to be there before I went back home or whatever to find a job and live the rest of my life. Somebody right. had gotten a cake that said "Goodbye Rashmi" on the I the, the, <laughs> on the top of it, and, and that was the Yo. day. That was the day I knew. Yeah, I've just been the villain here for the last three years. What were the decks you would go up against, though? What were those decks? Oh my gosh! So, um, like, just give me one or two to guess the caliber kind of thing. We had a few different types of players, right? There were like maybe one or two other guys who were kind of doing some of the same as me. And so like we could beat up on each other and that was kind of cool. A lot of the rest of the people were either like real brewers, brewers, this guy named Ben Fogarty, who I'm sure some people out there know, who just like made the most thematic decks possible and also had like the craziest altars you've ever seen, but a decade before it was cool type of thing. He's just like, yeah, here's my Dune deck where every card is relevant to Dune in some way. Each of the legendary characters are connected to a character. But, like, they were still powerful decks, but it was just, like, people who lived in rural Ohio and happened to play Magic the Gathering. And so they had, like, their one pre-con with a couple cards in it. And they're, like, 2015 pre-cons, not... 2023 pre-cons. And then I I was just like, all right, I'm Chaos Rashmi on turn one. And then, oh, you're trying to do something? Uh, Force of Will. I draw a card off Rashmi. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cantrip, draw another card. You know? <laughs> like the most... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get to play this. You don't yeah. get to do that. Yeah. I get to do this. And scene. And then uh, yeah. weird infinite combo with seasons past and infinite mana. And everyone's like, yeah, you got it. I was like, woo! Uh-huh. And everyone's like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> and you were like, I did it. I can't believe I won again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who knew you could win 19 times in a row? Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. We should do something on the 20th, right? <laughs> no, it's please. Like, burn, burn it. Burn that <laughs> Burn that deck. Burn that deck. Exactly. I get why your foray into EDH went so hard. Because, man, porting from a more competitive format is 100% what the vibe is not for EDH. Commander has always been, as it was introduced to me, is like, you got 100 cards, they're all different for a reason. They all do something different, and sometimes you'll see them, sometimes you won't, and sometimes you'll you'll be like, hey, this thing, and other times you'll be like, oh, no, I forgot to take out this thing. And that's part of the fun. You're all a bunch of friends. You're going to see how your, your stuff mashes together, and you have a good night with it. There's pizza and beer, and you're chilling sick yep and then i went the other way with it where i i started going to like pre-releases or like i put together like a a real like when standard rotated and it was like one set that i had a lot of i was like i can do like a standard budget thing and i played a standard event and i was like "Eh, it's not for me but like i definitely went from edh to standard and i was like i kind of want to let this happen to see the cool thing happen and that's like oh no no you can't do that if it's not you you shouldn't do that if it's competitive but I, I think it's like, no one can blame you if that's where you're coming from. Patrick Sullivan on the receivables mentioned that he started playing Commander. I'll be damned if Patrick Sullivan isn't the spikiest at Commander. You know, he's 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 yeah. Mr. Burn over here. You know what I mean? Like, you're telling me that yeah. he's not going to put together a deck that smashes face. He's not going to go in there making something that meanders. He's going to be like the power. I don't, I don't know. I think 
I think it's fascinating. Like, I think he's a spike, but he's also like a really good game designer. So he might just like get it. He might like just get the joke. Fair. You know? Well, if Cedric Phillips played EDH, it would be CEDH exclusively. Let's oh, just say. for sure. You and know I, I mean? and I know I know Cedric Phillips has no interest in either of those None. things. None. None. Because it's just not for him. That's, yeah. that's just okay. Yeah. Anyway, the episode with Cedric Phillips comes out. Well, we don't have him, but <laughs> <laughs> got patrick sullivan on the line here we go he's actually right here with me right now come on in patrick hey guys i'm gonna tell you about every set ever (laughs) he's made the flight from denver colorado it's patrick sullivan in my office (laughs) we're gonna bring him in we're gonna put him on the couch right here (laughs) next to the kitty cat a little give a little microphone that keeps falling over It's just wild to me that this entire time you just i have you haven't moved enough for me to notice but right then you turned around and you placed your hand and it looked like your cat that's sitting on the couch behind you was on your hand. <laughs> and I was like, when did this happen? He was back there. We've been talking about Magic the Gathering. Didn't realize magic would be happening for real right now. Yeah, Max, that, Max just, uh, Mac loves to hang out on the futon. That's a good he's my, kitty. He's my little orange shadow. He never leaves my side. A little sweetie pie. He doesn't, he doesn't like to cuddle, but he's always going to be in the same room as me. It's See, funny. I need a dog that's too affectionate i need a dog that wants cuddles non-stop one that when you walk in the door is freaking out so hard at the thought of you being like oh you're gonna get you're gonna pet me like, and he just yeah. like bowls you over and you're mm-hmm. like yeah this rocks this is it just <laughs> kneecaps me ruins my career in the nfl <laughs> anyway cal that's I think that's all the time we have today you want to uh, one more time let people know where they could find you online you know, we've already talked about the Herald's Horn, so make sure you subscribe to that and check that out. Callahan, where we can find you on uh, online? You can find me online exclusively at twitter.com at mtgcal. I'm on there too much, too often, except for on no phone Thursdays. <laughs> you can you can find the Herald's Horn wherever you find podcasts. Probably like the same place where you downloaded this one. Hey. Even on YouTube. It's going to be on YouTube. It'll be on YouTube. And you can also, there's there's going to be a Twitter account for that, too. There is a Twitter account for that, too. It's at Harold's Horn. At Harold's Horn. You can, and you can follow my GameCube collecting exploits at Nintendo underscore Cal. I haven't posted <laughs> on that account in six months. No way. You got a whole GameCube thing? I meant to post on it more than I have, but yeah, uh, I, I was like, I've been posting too much about it on main. Well... Folks, make sure to follow Nintendo Cal, Harold Horn, and MTG Cal. You're, uh, we're going to kick it back to Solani and Morgan and find out whether they think that Cal is or is not the bolus. And we will get into, hold on a second, new segment announcement here. We're going to be taking your emails and discussing whether or not you are the bolus live on the air. So live on the air as if this isn't recorded months in advance. All right, you know how it is. Let's take it to the other side of the theme song. Oh, that's not how that works. Here we go. I'm pressing the button. Wait, can edit all all everything? Can? Can edit it out. Edit it. Wow, wait, thanks for calling in Callahan Jones. Much appreciated. Everybody should check out Harold's Horn Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And thanks again, Cal, for joining us and giving us one of the most chaotic chats that we've had on the podcast so far. 
I and love I'd like it. to just cut in for a second. Yeah. Callahan Jones is a kick-ass name. It's such a good name. It sounds like a pirate. Or like Indiana Jones if he wasn't old. Jeez. Or or like a cool magic player. Indiana Jones is old now, Morgan. You you can't deny it. Hey, hey, he's forever young if you watch those movies from back when he was much younger. Come on now. He's stuck in time. He's timeless. He's never going to age. Isn't the last one about time travel? I don't know. I haven't watched those movies. You haven't watched the bad Indiana Jones films? I haven't watched any of them. Don't be so surprised. I don't care for cinema. Morgan, can you please... (laughs) Michael's miming a gunshot to the head. I'm not going to hide that from the audience. You want sound effects for it too, Solani? Anyway, Morgan, you got to tell us before we get to the bolus question for Callahan Jones, what is our voting system? Now, I think we have it down pretty good, but just give us a little reminder. Yeah. So our our method is pretty, it's basic, but really complex. So it's important Mm. to listen and listen closely and pause and rewind as needed. As needed. Um, We're, we're, Quite a few episodes in, so, I mean, if you don't get it by now, then just do the aforementioned, and you should get there. Some people might be jumping in on this episode for the very first time. Yeah. I can't fault you for not knowing, but you know what? You know what? They do the work. They say do the work. That's what they mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that means going back in time, going back in history and, and learning about what uh, your, your forebears have accomplished. And so because our case more study of our content, been- you, you fools <laughs> consume more of our content. That's what Michael has to take away from that. <laughs> Morgan, please go ahead. Vote. So we have a voting system in place that that is based on numbers. OK. <laughs> off the top are those that means just just, just give it a second <laughs> just give it a second i'm i can't wait so that means that means that mark mark my, scientific my. scientifically proven again mike carosa mark carosa somebody that mark guy Carbanza, mike carosa mark carbonza his vote is worth three points three big ones baby yeah. Now, Morgan Sanchez, your vote. Well, how many points does your vote count for? A, a singular point, a one okay. point. And Michael Solani's vote, just to be clear, how how many points does his vote count for? A a, a one point, a one point, a one point, a single yes, yes. a okay. singular point. So you and Michael both vote. You guys got a point each, and I vote, and I get three points. Got it. That's correct. So. Let's move forward. Let's find out what's Callahan Jones really asking about, Morgan. What's he got for us? Well, Cal wants to know, am I the bolus for not liking when people are distracted during my turn? You see, here's the thing. Before we got on this part of the call, we tried really hard to figure out a way to ask this question without it being such an obvious slant in one direction. And we came up with this. This is the best we got, and it is still very heavily siding one way. I think it's pretty cut and dry. Uh, do we want to move forward with, with a vote immediately, or do we want to talk about it? Hold on, Mike. I want to speak my mind for a little bit. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay to be a little bit distracted during your games because we are human beings, and that is kind of the point. The whole thing is a distraction, really. Mm. It's just different flavors of distraction. 
I've been to places where like you're, the pretense is you're supposed to get together and play some sort of board game, right? But no one's really playing the board game. It's just like an excuse to talk with other people. And Magic the Gathering isn't particularly good at that. You know, there's a couple of board games where it's really obvious that if you play it, everyone's going to be completely engaged. Like Code Names, right? Have you ever seen a game of Code Names where everybody playing it wasn't 100% completely involved in playing that game of Code Names? Like, that's one of the ones that it's really hard to kind of socialize over. It's also a game that takes 10 minutes each round, though. That helps. Well, that's the that's the proper time frame for a game of EDH. No, it's not. Whose world are you living in? I don't know. Jake Fitzsimmons. He's, he's living in the Selesnia <laughs> world where he's got to individually place all of his counters on his tokens. And, you know, oh, just Look, give me a second. This is I am trying plus to 50 right now. I'm trying right to now. figure out how many tokens go on my board. Yeah, I don't care if you're looking at your phone at that point. If I'm taking the 40 minute turn, that's a thing. If I'm taking the 40 minute dirtily turn. You are not the bolus for being distracted during a game. Wow. That's really all I have to say about that. Every the context matters. Go ahead and boo me on your on your soundboard or whatever. I'm boo. gonna I'm gonna boo. boo you on the soundboard. <laughs> Why'd you have to shoot me too? Because I've run mad with power. I've I'm okay. the only person who hasn't been shot on this podcast at this point. Oh, we can and fix that. Just, Here we go. I would just like to say. <laughs> all right. Don't worry. <laughs> this is all happening in Minecraft. <laughs> so, Morgan, what would you have to say about Cal's question? <laughs> what? What? Don't like getting shot? Here's another. <laughs> Someone's going to do like one of those horror movie edits of you. I know. And, I know. And it's just going to be like creepy music. And all of a sudden it's going to be like, what, you don't like getting shot? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's going to be my keep the change, you filthy animals. Like, if people are going to start using it for stuff. Morgan, you're still with us. You're just bleeding a lot. Uh, <laughs> in the same room in different countries. In different countries in the same studio room. Please tell us Listen, what you're thinking. If I could say one last thing before I pass away. Make it quick. It is, it is that, to me... EDH has always been the format of distraction. You play it because every other format sucks and Commander's the best. And I'm checking my Twitter every turnaround. I'm checking Boo my Twitter. Soundboard. I'm checking yeah, my Twitter in between phases. I'll do it in between phases. Be like, hey, is this okay? Is this okay? You're all on Twitter anyways. You're all you're all grabbing a drink. You're all grabbing another piece of pizza. What world is this? Cal, I don't think you're the bolus. I don't think you could ever be the bolus, but I also think you're the bolus. But you're advocating for distracted. You know Wait what? I'm gonna, let's get crazy. Let's let's split the atom. Hold on. How are you getting? <laughs> what is I happening? I want to split my vote between Cal's the bolus and he's not the bolus. Hold on. Back up. I said Mike couldn't do that, and he actually has multiple votes to split. What makes you think I'm going to let you get away with that? <laughs> I, I'm the producer. I can do what I want. Damn it. I guess it's 0.5 for each. You know what? I'm going to do the same thing. Split the atom. <laughs> Just so that it rounds back up to one each. Mike, what a you, silly you the thing. Floor. Man, we, you know what? We need a new system. I vote for not the bolus. Morgan, I don't know what the f*** you're on. Sorry, Ken. 
first of all, a bunch of formats rule, okay? But EDH isn't like a simple format where it's just like you can turn off or anything. There's a lot going on. In fact, there's twice as much as there normally is going on. There's usually four players instead of two. And you've got the whole history of magic to worry about and think about and a hundred card decks. It's just an insane amount of stuff going on. And so when people are distracted, they aren't really playing the full way of playing the game. I'm with Cal. I hate a distracted player in a game where they keep going, oh, wait, I missed that. What happened? And you can tell if you can identify what the reason for them not knowing what happened is, then that is that's somebody worth being upset with. If someone keeps checking their phone and between actions while somebody's checking with the table being like, does this resolve or I play this, any responses and that person doesn't say anything or doesn't pipe up or if you're going to excuse yourself to the bathroom, you can ask players to maybe not take any actions while you're away. Like that's a fair thing to ask in a game as complex as this. I don't mind it if somebody's dealing with an emergency or I played games where friends of mine have been going through it and they can't really focus on something like that's fair. We can, we can be okay with them. Like being that they are human, but if they're literally just being like looking around the room for something else to do, or they're like reading a book between turns, you're like, Hey man, why don't you do something? Like someone's attacking you and you haven't even flinched about blocking. Listen, like some of us can multitask. I would be hard pressed to find the person who can read a book during an EDH game. I'll do it. You find me that person. I will find you someone who's like 100% top 90th, 99th percentile at Mensa or whatever. Oh no. Just because I read the book doesn't mean that I'm smart. It just means that I can do it. Yeah. That's another side to this story. What if you're just a idiot? Oh my God. Michael language language yeah context is everything okay fine you know what i'm gonna split my vote now no you can't do that of course he can my vote down the middle three doesn't divide evenly one and a half each baby no it doesn't i'm gonna vote for not the bolus so we got a clean four to one not the bolus for callahan jones baby congratulations the world was this a not the bolus but not a true ugin either i don't because know because morgan wanted to get fancy Damn it, Morgan. I don't understand how that happened. And you know what? I'm not going to fight it. Math is crazy, y'all. So I did talk about at the end of that interview, talking about a mailbag here at the end of the episode. And we're going to get into it. It's a literal bag. It's a literal bag. And I'm rifling through it now. It's literal mail. Here we go. I'm ripping open the seal on the envelope. Let's get it. Rip. It's email, guys. We can't fool them like this. I don't like being a liar. I'm going to read this email uh, uh, sent in by Gruelzilla. And yes, this will be a column entry as well over at commandersherald.com. And it might already have been one by the time this episode comes out. So shout out, Gruelzilla. Thank you for writing in. Now let's dive in and read this for the very first time. Hi, Mike. Love the column. Always entertaining. Well, first of all, thank you. I've been playing Magic the Gathering since I was 10 and 96 and currently play Commander at a local bar in LGS. Lately, I've been feeling that I might be the bolus. Ooh, it's getting good. I understand everyone has their preferences and whatnot, but I am not a fan of Universes Beyond cards in Magic. Personally, I find that stuff very tacky and think it takes away from the unique and flavorful world built up over 30 years. Recently, I was playing at the bar, which is very new player friendly. That night, there were 11 of us, which meant that there was going to be a pod of three players. 
I was in one of the four pods. We all reveal our commanders, and it turns out one of the people in my pod, a new player, is rocking one of the Fallout precon commanders before it's even out. So I'm guessing that they they basically printed one from online and made a deck around it. They explaining that since he's new to magic, it seemed like the best way to just get into the game. Sure. Okay, fine. I explained to the new player for my my personal dislike for the vibe that Universes Beyond brings to the game. He unfortunately has no other decks, and after hearing this, the three pod welcomes him over and the new player happily joins them. Me and this player are mutually understanding and he's been back often and we've since played many great games. However, on the night in question, one of the players in our now three pod was a little cranky at having gone from four to three players. He didn't understand why I don't like universes beyond commanders and I explained how they ruin games for me. He then pointed out that my commander, Zalortha, is clearly a ripoff of Godzilla. I have a foil etch commander's master's preprint. I explained that the difference, but as I see it, is a design took something they love, which is kaiju movies, and used that love to create something unique and flavorful and added it to Magic the Gathering instead of ripping a known IP. He said I was being a hypocrite. The whole exchange left a bitter taste in my mouth. Am I the boldest for yucking another's yum? Is not pl- wanting to play across from Optimus Prime all that different from not wanting to play against certain archetypes like Force Combat and Wheels? Okay, well, this is well-timed because the Fallout decks literally come out in like 9, 10 days. Uh, really excited. Can't believe that somebody new to the game decided to go with a Fallout commander and built a deck around it before it even comes out. That's a wild move. He must have been mistaken. Yeah. He means he means the Doctor Who ones, right? Probably. Because I find it very unbelievable that a new player would proxy the commander for a deck. Right. And then build the deck. That just doesn't seem It must have been a Doctor me. Who precon or a Warhammer 40k precon. One of those. It doesn't matter. Either way, so to summarize, Gruelzilla plays Zalortha, which is already a Godzilla. Literally, it was printed as Godzilla first as a box topper for Ikoria and then reprinted to have magic art and commander masters. Gruelzilla is playing the Zalortha version. Don't get it twisted. He's playing the foil etched commander's master print. Commander masters. Yes. Okay. Fair. Clear, that was clear, not clear. a mistake in this in this mailbag letter. No, no, not at all. We know that for a fact. And because somebody showed up with universes beyond, he was like, Pah, I think they're ruining magic. And that person was like, well, that's a bummer. And the people with three players in their group were like, well, we love universes beyond. Get on over here. And now the other player in that three person pod was like, well, I'm bummed that now we're playing with three players instead of four. And he got into an argument about how Universe Beyond is ruining things. And yet his commander is originally a Universe Beyond commander. So here's my thing, Rulezilla. I'll tell you this for free. I partly agree. I would love for Magic to keep expanding the Magic universe and prioritizing that. That's why I'm so excited about all the upcoming sets. Thunder Junction is, it looks insane. I love coming back to Ravnica, but as a murder mystery set, when we went to Ikoria for the first time, I was all for that. That's an awesome thing to do. Universe is beyond where they're like, hey, let's get Stranger Things going on. Yeah, I'm less into that because I don't care about Stranger Things, but I love the cards. When they made those universes within 
versions of the cards with Wernog and Othelm and, and Cecily and all those versions of the Stranger Things kids as set, set booster exclusives part of the list. I thought, what an innovation, really cool way to expand on Innistrad without having us to go back. I thought that was an interesting way of doing things, and I really wish that we could continue in that way. However, Universes Beyond isn't going anywhere. It's feasible to want that kind of stuff when the amount of cards is just like four or five. You know, you can expect them to make in-universe characters for like a handful of commanders or a handful of Street Fighter characters. You know what I mean? But Doctor Who had four 100-card decks where a solid, what, 60% of the deck were at least half the deck were new cards. You're telling me that Wizards of the Coast is going to have to put out 200 universes within versions of these universes beyond cards in the off chance that something from that set is like competitive enough or popular enough to warrant having to put it in somewhere and print that again? I don't think so. Gruelzilla, you might hate them, but they're here to stay and you better get used to it, buddy. I don't like universes beyond. Guess what? I have a Mike and Will from Stranger Things deck, which is I do have Wernog and Othelm as well in the same box, and I play them interchangeably. I don't care. I have that deck, and I love it. I also have a Ninth Doctor and Clara Oswald deck. Have I seen a single episode of Doctor Who? No. But guess what? They're cards. It's cardboard. It is what it is. I still woke up every day during the, the uh, Murder at Karloff Manor story season to read the story and i enjoyed that i looked at the preview cards from that set and i did love seeing magic characters again but am i gonna be upset when in like i don't know a couple years we have those marvel universes beyond sets and i'm looking at four different versions of spider-man and going well this spider-man does something cool and this one doesn't yeah i don't care they're cards the game is the game we're already playing with characters who aren't on the same plane. You know what I mean? You think I'm going to pull out my Anixia deck on Theros and then have like, I don't know, uh, something from New Capenna in there and be like, ah, 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 no can't do, no way. I, I'm not going to do that. Not for me. I don't care. It's cardboard. Let's play the game, baby. If you have a problem with it and you find yourself a play group that also has a problem with it, congratulations. You found your place. Enjoy that. That's amazing. But getting mad at players when they show up with universes beyond stuff is going to get really difficult for you. Sorry, buddy, but get used to it. Morgan Solani, anything you want to add to this? It's really rough when, you know, this, this person talks about how this, this place they go to is really conducive to having newer players come and play the game. And then at the same time, you also just are like, well, I'm just not going to play if... You know, somebody has a universe is beyond commander. Or yeah, whatever. it's almost it's like, like you're at the wrong spot, too, buddy. That's yeah, that's the real dick move. Why? Why do you care if, you know, the, the LGS or wherever it is that you're playing this game is, you know, yeah, new players come and play the game. But, you know, I'm going to be the bolus and say I'm not going to play with the new player who has the fallout precon or the doctor who precon or whatever. I'll be the first person to say that. My views on universes beyond, I, I could never be, let's throw the baby or the Godzilla out with the bathwater and say, <laughs> I think all these cards are stupid. I don't know anything about Doctor Who because I love Godzilla. I love Fallout. I love Final Fantasy. I love a lot of these IPs that are coming into magic. And I think it's really cool that they're doing that. 
I think it's a little weird at the same time because I've been playing Magic for a long time, believe it or not, and contrary to everything that I've said prior to this moment. <laughs> I but but my favorite thing is when somebody brand new to the game comes in, they see how complex it is because it is complex, right? Like whether you're you're coming in today, yesterday, or a week from now, it's going to get more and more difficult to figure out what the heck is going on with the story, with the cards, with the mechanics, with whatever. And Universes Beyond is just that initial stepping stone for somebody to say, hey, cool, I played that game or, you know, I've seen that movie or whatever. And I want to build a deck around it where I can, you know, hit some faces or do some combat or whatever it is. Right. Counter that kind of thing. So it, it just everything blends into magic really well. And I think that's what's cool about Universes Beyond is that even if you just in a vacuum say that I think it's kind of chintzy and not really a big fan of it. For someone else, it's like the thing that gets them into the game. And maybe 10 years from now, they're going to be having people calling in on their switchboard in, in the middle of Chicago. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's really exciting for me. That's what I want for somebody else to, to come to the that's game. That's a great point. I have a real life example. My friend's girlfriend was so averse to playing Magic because she didn't care about Magic. And then the Lord of the Rings set came out with the pre-cons. And uh, my friend got her the Hobbit deck, the the Abzan precon with Frodo and Sam, and she loves it. Now she's playing, she's playing Magic with us, and like on Scryfall, looking for a new commander to build. Now that she gets the engine and and kind of understands, you know, hey, I really love Lord of the Rings. Maybe there's going to be another IP that that keeps her around. But if that's all it takes to get her to like break out her deck when we're like all hanging out playing Magic and she's home. And doesn't feel like going out, but would rather join us. Like that's an awesome feeling too. It brought people into the game. Like I think that's a, a huge thing that we can celebrate rather than deny. And I also think that like while this guy isn't saying I don't want to play with you, he's saying like I'm not not gonna play with you, but I hate your thing. What a come on, man. Yeah, I think you guys are missing the point by focusing so much on the universes beyond thing. Right. Uh, Gruzilla compared the universe is beyond decks to playing against a strategy like forced combat and wheels. Oh yeah. Which is ridiculous on the face yeah, of it. That right? doesn't make any sense. One is an aesthetic choice and the other actually affects the game. You know, I understand that you don't vibe with Optimus prime on the other side of the commander table. Right. But this is important to the fourth player at the pod. And what's going to end up happening if you decide to arbitrarily exclude people based on the things they enjoy, they're just going to go somewhere else. You're going to end up playing with the three-player pod, and I don't think that's the outcome you actually wanted. That's kind of the dick move here, honestly. Like, put your pride aside for a bit, swallow it for a game or two, and then you can go on and play other games. Like, not every experience you have has to be 100% your experience. Like, that's the problem I'm getting out of this, you know? Yeah. And this guy is very clearly entranced. He, he, he cares a lot about what, he, what, it, what it is to him. And uh, I agree. You know, I'm with him. I love he, magic. He does have the foil etched commander's master's print. Right? Uh -oh. Like, he clearly cares. <laughs> Come on now. I do want to talk about that for a bit, too. You know, he says, well, the difference here is they took something and they used it to create something unique and flavorful. First off, no. <laughs> it is not unique. <laughs> they literally made a card for Godzilla. It was literally Godzilla that even even putting that aside, like, yeah, I understand that the point of the coat of paint is to make it believable that this could exist in a coherent universe, mm -hmm. but it is not unique. Like it is very clearly just something else with the serial numbers filed off. 
Yeah, and I mean, Magic has done this before with other designs in Magic. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of it. Like, you're going to have the steampunk. I don't know if we have a steampunk plane yet. You're going to have the Western plane now. I mean, we you're have, gonna have the Red Knights. Wall plane. You're going to have the... Kaladesh. The, yeah, you're going to have... Is that the steampunk one? Yeah, yeah. Kaladesh is steampunk. Amonkhet was, was like the Egyptian... It's not... It's not it's not grungy and like morally gray enough for me to consider Kaladesh steampunk. Like there has, there has to be crimes being committed constantly. Either way, there was a rebellion. Your point, be something. your point remains that it's all, it's all a pastiche, right? Like, yeah. do I have to bring up that Ristic studies video that I don't remember a lot of, but still we've got the, we've got the fairy tale plane. Like, yeah, we have the fairy tale plane. We have Arabian nights was one of the first set. Like, as, as as far back as you can go in magic, essentially. And it had a card called Shaharazad. You know what I mean? What? Excuse me, what card? Charizard? Shaharazad? Ah. Uh. Sha- oh. Okay. Yeah, not Charizard. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Podcast is over. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Hold on. We have to plug our stuff first. That's not the whole ne- reason I'm on this damn thing. Not anymore. You plug your stuff on your own time. You can find us at Am I the Bullcast on Twitter. Give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and 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 have a oh leave a little cheeky sweet little comment. Be nice. Be nice and and nice to us. Uh, leave us a little review. Follow me at Mike Carosa on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my comedy dates. I was just in Chicago and I did a couple shows. Sorry you missed them. I'll be in Montreal doing more shows. Check out Games Freak SA, the letters, not the SA, but Games Freak SA dot info. And Morgan is at Indigo Gentleman on Twitter. Guys, do you have anything else to add? Okay. Well, don't forget to send in your email at amithebolus at gmail.com if you want us to read the story on the podcast or for me to write it up on the column. And I promise you. Uh, I don't know if I can promise too hard, though. But yeah, we all kind of voted that you're the bolus, Gruelzilla. Uh, I'm so sorry that that happened. But you got to admit, after hearing our points, we do bring up some good ones. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for writing in and listening. I really, really appreciate it. But I hope you wrote in knowing that you were going to get an honest answer and not just to hear what you want to hear. And that's what you're going to get from us. So write into the column, write into the podcast. We'll get into it on here and on the column, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll hear something you want to, but if you don't, don't hate us. All right, is that enough to sign off on? Do you think that's good? We're what, done. what was that? It's out. Let's just, let's just be quiet and hope it ends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>